0: Hello, and welcome to Lessons With That. Today, I'm here with my daughter, Ruthie. Hi. And we are continuing our study of the Book of Acts. Today, we are in Chapter 6. And today, Ruthie, today's a quick lesson. (laughs) So it is one of the shortest chapters we've studied yet. It is Chapter 6 of the Book of Acts. And everything we've read up to this date has happened right in the main city. What city has everything happened in so far, Ruthie? Jerusalem. Correct. And so in Jerusalem, that's a great answer. And that's exactly right where Jesus told them to wait to receive the Holy Spirit. So they've received the Holy Spirit. Powerful acts have been done. Powerful things have been done. And remember, let's go back real quickly. Do you remember, Ruthie, what the original full name was for the book of Acts?
1: of something
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good guess that's right it was called the acts of the Apostles so very good guess and that's exactly what it was. it was about all the amazing things that they did with the Holy Spirit to get the church started and so we're gonna see a real shift in the book of Acts in this chapter it's the beginning of chapter 6 6 is very short 7 is very long So today's is going to be quick, but chapter 7 will be one of the longer ones just because an amazing chapter. Some big things happen. Some main characters are really introduced in this chapter, and we we shift. The beginning has been in Jerusalem, and who would you say has been the main character in the beginning of the church? If you had to say one person's name, who, who would you say that has been? Which, is there a certain uh, apostle? Peter? That's right. So Peter, who was closest to Jesus while he was alive. He was, if you had to rank uh, the disciples around Jesus, Peter was clearly number one in in that respect. And there was the three that was really close. It was Peter, James, and John. And Peter and John are, are main characters in the beginning And you're going to see they appoint some new people, but then in chapter 7, we're going to get introduced to somebody else, and the whole book of Acts will shift as the word and the message of God spreads out of Jerusalem and all over the world. And that was the great commission that Jesus gave when he left, right? He, He said, take my word to the ends of the earth. And so we're going to really see, and it begins, any idea how do things like this usually spread when things are going well or when things are going and challenging? What do you think?
1: Um, both.
0: Yeah, it's a, that's a really good answer. It certainly does. And I think God used the beginning for things to go very well, which things have been going swimmingly. They've had thousands and thousands of comforts to Christianity, um, and believers. And we're going to see today, even more are, are believing and they're having some of the growing pains. And then we're going to find to really spread. They, they go through persecution and they have to scatter. And when they scatter, it's kind of like scattering seed that, that, that then that plant and what they're able to grow really, um, multiplies. So I'll begin here Ruthie in chapter 6 I'll go through the beginning and then you can carry on from there in verse 1 it begins in those days when the number of disciples was increasing the Grecian Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food so the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the Word of God in order to wait on tables. So, what they're saying there, Ruthie, is a big part of what they were doing was uh, seeing to e- people's everyday needs, right? Making sure they could get food and things. And so, the 12 disciples were really trying to spread the word and teach people about the good news of Jesus. But they were getting bogged down in a lot of the day to day duties of distributing food and, and, how things came in. And so what they're going to find here is they're going to maybe divide duties. And we see this and often uh, the church says there's many parts of the body, right? There's the head and the hands and the feet. And, and often when you read the Bible, you'll see some of those, that imagery used And here, we're going to see that they were basically having different jobs for different people. And so they came together They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith, which is phenomenal news. So a lot of the priests that were Jewish priests were also believing and hearing the word, understanding that you know the Old Testament uh, had been fulfilled in Jesus and were now believing. So let's hear what happens next if you'll continue in verse 8, Ruthie.
1: Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, did what wonders, did great wonders and miracles, miraculous signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the Freedmen, as it was called. Jews of Siren. Cyrene and Alexandria as well as the provinces of Cilicia yes. and Asia these men began to argue with Stephen but they cannot stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom he spoke
0: that's right so here like everywhere Peter and the other apostles have gone as they're out speaking and and sharing the good news people are jealous that don't that aren't believers. A lot of the Jews that were in power are seeing the people follow them and God has equipped them to be able to do miracles. And these other people are trying to bring them down and, and and cast doubt in people's minds. So let's let's hear what they do.
1: Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, We have heard Stephen speak words of blasphemy against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders. And the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. This fellow never stops they produced false witnesses who testified. This fellow never stops speaking against this holy place and against the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs. Moses handed down to us. That's
0: right. So now they're going and making up false accusations, right? It's amazing. These are people of God and others, and what are they doing to protect what they have but lying? And what does that sound like? Who did that happen to? Any ideas? Anyone that maybe um, died on a cross? Jesus. That's right. So that's exactly what happened to Jesus. Is they, you know, they went and and that's why he they keep saying that his blood is on their hands because they falsely accused him and had him killed and so that's what's happening here to stephen so let's hear what happens as as he's been arrested they're there talking to him they're bringing false witnesses and then let's finish up chapter six right here
1: all who were sitting in the sanhedrin looked intently at stephen And they saw that his face was like the face of an angel.
0: His face was like that of an angel. I'm imagining that it was glowing so brightly and and with some just beautiful glory, you could hardly look at it. So his face is glowing and we're going to hear what happens uh, next in chapter 7 as he speaks full of the Holy Spirit um, to these people in the Sanhedrin. So kind of a build up chapter here we're seeing some division of responsibilities and we're going to see what happens any thoughts a quick chapter here i know ruthie but uh and any thoughts or ideas as we read this chapter
1: um like i like the comparison between jesus and um stephen
0: yeah that's right. It, it is, It's and it's very similar to how they were arrested, and uh, Stephen is, he becomes, he will become, and I don't want to spoil it, but he's going to become the first martyr, the first person killed in the name of Jesus after Jesus died. He's the first one that dies for his faith, and um, it's really an amazing story as we get into this. It's going to be a long one next time, but it's set up well. And it's really a turning point in the book of Acts and in the whole Christian faith uh, of how this really turns. And it's the beginning of where, remember, this is all happening in Jerusalem right now. And it's really targeted because which group did Jesus and the disciples go to first? Which group of people are they preaching to? The Jews. That's exactly right. So good Good guess or good knowledge there. So they're preaching to the Jews. And Jesus said, I'm going to come to my chosen, God's chosen people first. The the people of Israel, the Jewish faith, and come to them first with the good news. But after that, it's going to go to the rest of the world, what they call the Gentiles. Gentiles are essentially non-Jewish people. (laughs) People that aren't of the Jewish faith. So everyone else that's not Jewish, you're Gentiles. So... We're going to see how did we here in America, how did we become Christians? It's all by the activities and the actions that are about to take place as they move out of Jerusalem. Uh, Persecution will begin and some new players are going to be introduced and they're going to take. And we're going to find out that this message and what, what do you think? Do you think when you start including other groups and other ethnicities, that everybody gets along well at the beginning, or do you think there's some tension there, Ruthie? What do you think happens?
1: Definitely tension between them.
0: <laughs> That's right. Not everybody wants these non-Jewish people to be part of this new faith. And maybe some people have some ideas about traditions that the Jews have that these other people don't have. And so they're, you're, you're going to find out that there's some things that need to be worked out in this new uh, religion of Christianity because it's different, it's not Judaism, and it's different than anything anyone had seen, and you've got different groups coming together. And But the bottom line is that everyone is excited to see that the message and the good news of Jesus Christ is a lot bigger than just the Jewish people. It's for the entire world, and it means it's for me and for you. So, pretty exciting. All right, well listen, quick lesson this week. As always, we thank all those listeners that are joining online and we look forward to seeing you next week on Lessons with Dad.